I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. <laughs> and this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. With who? Jen on the ether. Wow, 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 wow. I'm glad that's over. Laser guns. Worried about you guys. Like, stuff's going on over here. That was you. You were pew pewing at us. It's dangerous in here sometimes. Yeah, it gets crazy up in that ether. Ladies and gentlemen, it is season one, episode five. Big day. Big day, day. Big day, day, Jason. Yeah, our, my favorite quote from this show never happened. Big day today, Dave. And I, I think you know why. I think it's because Alex Salem is so charming that like you, you're does, like, yeah. hey, he must say it. He must. It's for, yeah. My favorite line, Alex. Yeah, no, it's not in there. But it doesn't great. happen. <laughs> yep, doesn't matter. Too good. Uh, let's see. Is there anything interesting in the? This is a, okay. So uh, what we have here is shooting draft first revision. That's what it claims to be. March twenty first, nineteen ninety five. It Philadelphia. The beginnings the same this is a tentative uh, schedule only and dates and times listed are subject to change at any time this does not constitute a call for any episode or date the same well they they changed mm -hmm. the big day from may 15th to the actual episode to april 19th so yeah 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 yeah, so it's, it's, yeah we'll get there it's may 15th in this episode it's the big day there is a line in here that i highlighted because i have always misunderstood what what beth says on page three she says Here's your phone sheet, boss. I always thought she was saying, here's your phone, chief boss. And I think that's probably how I talked about it when we originally covered because it's I kind of almost now prefer that. Here's uh -huh. your phone, chief boss. That's what I really thought was going on in this episode. Well, except that chief is hmm. not something you should say. Oh, uh, well, there are fire chiefs. There are all kinds of things like that that people yeah. use is, is what I'm talking about. Uh, it, that's what it sounded like uh, to me. Uh, so let's like see. Chief, yeah. Yeah, um, let's see. Got our opening credits. This is, uh, you know, cars. Now, can I tell you something? We get, this is a, I know you make an observation about the episode that is not a change, um, but on uh, page six, we've got the, the bit where Joe is showing Dave how to do internet porn. And, um, or as he calls it, computer pornography, uh, just to get Dave's pronunciation out there. Dave, J Joe is clicking like he's Alan Rickert uh, on speed. There is just like, click, like they're the loudest clicks on to, like just to make sure you know he's clicking a computer on this oh. giant ass whoo it's loud the computers back then they're they're really made louder noises they're made of stone uh, yeah. most people aren't aware uh most of them made of stone marble let's bring, bring them back yeah let's bring back bring those back. marble we also have marble tablets huh <laughs> tablets because it's like a tablet um let's see here oh there's a lot more in this episode made of uh, uh lisa's perfume this is uh, a big subject like it's it becomes a joke that gets called back later quite a bit um 
Lisa sniffs the lapel of Dave's jacket. Beth enters. Oh, is that you, Lisa? Um, let's see. Uh, there's there's a lot made of that. Let's see. Let's let's go down. Do do do. Is there more in this draft than there was in the episode? Uh, there, there is, yes. There's a couple big chunky scenes, uh, in this, and that are, and some of them do deal with the, the perfume again. It, it becomes like a callback. Um, let's see here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So by the way, behind me, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching the episode, we do have animal, uh, because he's prominent in this one. His, his like, <laughs> his like drinking is hilarious there's a, a gif of it on uh on the twitter um that is, that is out there so um he puts it yeah I mean, he fucks with uh, bill's desks so. he really does he really does there, there's a line bill has one extra line here where he says uh just keep moving step away from the desk and keep moving i highlighted that because i believe it's not in there i do not believe uh, there's that much extra uh, let's see here. Kudos to him too, by the way. He would have had to have owned that leather jacket for. You would think so. Pretty sure if he's an extra, right? Yeah, that's most of the time they're not not for a show like this. I don't think they'd be suiting you up usually. Yeah. So what do you think? Let's let's maybe and and Jen, you can you can have a little input on this as well. I would love it if you would. We've got Animal right here. Okay, Animal, our bearded friend, Animal, who's drinking a coffee cup in a weird way. Alan's pointing out that he's got, Jen had to go away in a different part of the ether and come back for a moment, and now she's eating uh, ether peanuts. So those ether peanuts, Jen? <laughs> I'm just going to call you out on it. Uh, Jen's having some ether peanuts. But what do you think of, of Animal? He's wearing a leather jacket. Uh, what do we think his job is? Does that make him a reporter, like a beat reporter, like he's kind of got to look undercover? What are he our could... thoughts? <laughs> he looks like Serpico. He just be like... <laughs> What? Well, you don't have the headphones on, so you don't know that Alan says he looks like Serpico. <laughs> he looks like a weird, I see, bearded, doofy Serpico. I don't mean doofy. I'm sick of the corruption at WNYX. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Leather jacket, strong choice, animal. It is. Um, I feel like he's probably like um, a researcher or intern, maybe. You think? What about the leather jacket doesn't... I don't think he writes the stories. I think mm. he's like... Um, he's in the middle of just like... He, gather, he might interview people. He okay. might, you know, do the groundwork for them. But I don't think he's... Do you think in the middle of an interview he takes a big old sip like... <laughs> so, uh, next question. Tell me about your missing children. I, I think he doesn't get paid that much and he needs a lot of coffee to Ooh, stay awake and get That's through fair. the day. That's fair. Um, he might. I, ooh, I don't know, man. I really like to see him go on interviews. They should do one episode where they yeah. just follow him. Just, I, I, like, still filming it, of course. Here's the thing. <laughs> I will say this. Once things clear up, um, and once we finally get him on the podcast, I'm willing to follow him around with a camera for a day, and we make a short film about what that character's life is about. Right. Um, we can't. We could say he worked at a radio station. We can't uh, actually say WNYX because we'd probably get in trouble with the rest of NBC. But we maybe can make it so close. Yeah, that that's quite possible. We're flying it. I'd like it to be canon though. So I'd like. I need. I do need uh, Paul Sims okay. to canonize it officially at some point, where he just you know splashes a little well, bit of coffee should, from the cup onto it. Well, then we should film this short with mm -hmm. him in it and uh, not tell Paul till after it's done and say, okay, we made this canon. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it has give, to be. Give us your blessing. Exactly. <laughs> I, I have not gotten his blessing for looking forward yet. Uh, at some point, I'm going to have to ask him for it. But as far as I'm concerned, it's canon, but that's in my head. Um, you didn't? Did I not get his... Uh, no. Did I Did I tell him, hey, I put a scene from my lengthy mockumentary uh, where I shoehorn my... No, I don't even know if I've ever mentioned it to him because I think it would have been weird and uncomfortable. There's um some real under the skin Jimmy stuff. There's a lot of like Jimmy sub not even subtext. It's text at this point. Uh, starting on page 17, where Jimmy says, uh, what, "What were we talking? We're talking about the bonus, obviously." And Jimmy says, "Don't mention it. To tell the truth, I like playing the devil. I just don't like doing the paperwork. I like playing the devil." Jimmy says, and it comes up again later. Whoa. Yeah, some real. We got some some real stuff going on. Some real deep Jimmy material. Um, I'd forgotten that this I, also this yes hit me, Alan. Oh no, I was gonna say too at the end of that scene. Uh, it's not in the script, but Dave leaves mm-hmm. his office so Mr. James can make the phone call mm-hmm. by himself. It's not yes. In Does he call Dave's mom? Who's who's he calling? You know that? Uh, no. <clears throat> okay. No. No. Okay. No. I, I just would assume that. I was this. I think was this the first time though that no Jimmy takes wasn't. his office over. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to say because we're skipping around so much. Well, why did we do that? Well, because we don't have all the scripts, Alan. Oh, big day, God, big day. Big day. Uh, <laughs> I had forgotten that this is. Uh, you know, Matthew still technically has a job and thinks he's working. But he does say this is like the first establishment of uh, this is like the beginning of, of Matthew's downhill nature where he says, I always come in late and leave early. Yeah. I've forgotten that this but is kind of begins it, that for us. It's so weird because when he, you know, quote, unquote, uh, uh, tells Dave, hey, we got to go over these the, what was the stories, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, clearly, he's competent. And he knows how to do the job. Cut yep. to a season later. He's just stupid at everything. Wow. <laughs> Marbles on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was a reporter. Ah. Uh, oh, okay. So I should point out also. So this this is also the episode. In case you guys don't remember, this is the one. Obviously, where just shit is on Bill's desk left and right, and he wants to know what the hell is going on. He doesn't know why. The guy with this the plate of spaghetti is uh, his stand-in and an extra on the show a lot, Phil Dicker. Uh, who, not to bring the episode down, but it'd be good to bring it up. Uh, Phil, we were trying to get him on the podcast for a long time. He recently passed away. Uh, every time we tried to get him on, he's like, oh, sorry, I'm not feeling good. He was dealing with cancer uh, a lot. Like, every time I talked to him for over, like, two, three years. And he really wanted to do this show and would have loved it. So I just want to make sure that we at least bring him up now. He's going to come up later also when we talk to other people who worked on the show. But Phil Dicker... Uh, it, I mean, it's great, and I really like when he uncomfortably drops the spaghetti on. It's so gross, and then it's he just walks so away and leaves. Walks away, <laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, yeah, and he was he he worked uh, he worked with Phil Hartman uh, a lot. He but he was his at least his stand in on this, and definitely an extra in a ton of scenes. Like you will see, he's a very distinctive, long, like very angular face. Uh, so keep your eye out. That is definitely. The uh, delightful Phil Dicker. We're sorry he couldn't have come on the show, but we will be talking about him a lot in lieu of that. Um, so uh, let's move on a little. Well, why did I highlight that? Why did I? Oh, okay, okay. This is uh, Jimmy, Dave, and Beth. Uh, Jen, do you want to play? What page you on? Oh, sorry. <laughs> be good to know. Page 24. Yeah, uh, 24. Good. Uh, good. I, really yeah. like, I like Alan's Jimmy a lot. That sounded dirty. Um, Alan, you play Jimmy. Jen, you want to be Dave and I'll be Beth? 
Dave's office continuous. That that this whole scene that's got cut. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Page twenty-four. You good with that, Jen? So I'll enter. Okay. Beth jumps up. As you were, Beth. Beth lies back down on the couch. No, I mean as you were before you decided to lie down for a nap. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just teasing, sweetie. Oh, Beth lies back down. But I wasn't teasing that much. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Beth stands and exits. Thanks for coming over, Mr. James. Anytime. Perfume smell is really troubling me. It really is the stuff they used to clean the carpets. I know, but it's kind of turning me on. That's what troubles me. <laughs> Got a ma- massive erection, Dave. <laughs> that is uh, that is a Dave, uh, that is an Allen edition on the floor, just so you know. Oh my uh, god! And a ma- just, just look at this look at thing. Oh, big, big dick today, Dave. Big dick. <laughs> I'd like to talk about the bonuses. <laughs> you mean the boners? No. Oh, okay. No, sir. Uh, all right. Well, that scene is over. That is the only part of it that was added into the script. Later on, there's more normalcy and no boners. So, um, listen, Alan plays with the material that he's given. He um, does. He's a real actor. Speaking of actors, Alan, I did start, finally start watching Barry uh, because I have a free thing to. So messed up. Oh my god! It's. Uh, I don't know how much longer I can keep watching it because uh, I'm disturbing. at a really disturbing. <laughs> I'm at the point where he does what he does to that former marine friend of his uh and uh i was like oh oh this is it's made a turn but steven root you're not wrong good fucking god is he so good in that show holy like shit. i was like he's just he's such a a, a sleaze and, and he's worthy so in that yeah. just he's really good <laughs> the the thing about it uh, well there there are a few lines where i'm like okay there are a lot of actors who at his age, would be so set in their ways. I there are some lines. The way it's written, it's written with a very young voice, and that includes the older characters. None of the characters are written as like slow-moving older human beings. They're right. all except for that that one old Chechenian gentleman, who, by the way, I think is the cop who drops the donut on the on the phone in Home Alone. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's the cop who's like, "What are you talking about?" and drops half his donut on the phone in Home Alone. Anyway, he's that guy, I think. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Point being, the energy with which Stephen Root reads and acts is not the energy of a man his age. Uh, I think he's got Weird Al syndrome, where he like he keeps he's just so aware of everything that's going on and keeps moving so much that he's just like, no, 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 I will continue to stay relevant no matter what you would like to do. And it's just, oh my God, there's just some lines where he he's saying dude and stuff where but it but it's in a way where i couldn't i can't say dude on camera and, and anybody would believe it but the man he's i don't know his lines are written for like a 30 you year know old that most is what the it feels kids like are not saying dude though right it doesn't matter <laughs> most seven almost 70 year olds also are not saying That's true. dude That's there's true. a there's a there's a anyway <laughs> listen butthole <laughs> jen's really getting on my nerves today I was making fun of you, either. not Stephen Root. I know you. Oh, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. We all know. We're fully aware. Um, I'd forgotten that, by the way, that they do refer to Animal here as it's that guy with the beard. Bill does say it's that guy with the beard. So nobody knows his name. But so he's canon that. now. He's oh, yeah, absolutely. He exists. And again, I like that he's a researcher. The, the more I think about it, the more that gives him like this ability, again, to fall into the background because that is his that's his thing man he's just there he's just doing his job in his crazy ass leather jacket although there are other on-air people that are not friends with this click 
That's true. I know. Well, that's that's again. This is this is this is the this is the show that we write. This is the show that we write is, uh, you know, the late shift on WNYX when none of the people are there who we love. <laughs> that would I would still want that to happen. Mm-hmm. They're just getting calls from Dave. We never see him because it's taking place twenty five years ago. Uh, you know, like, oh yeah, Dave. Yeah, everything's good. Okay, thanks. And then it's like insane. It's just, just like all competent in their jobs and <laughs> not dramatic and well, addicted to being dramatic. Well, we'll, we'll do that show in Day Court. Mm-hmm. Day Court, <laughs> also known as Court. <laughs> I like Day Court better. Day Court's better. Uh, end of Act One. Okay, uh, let's see. Wait, oh, so here's another problem. We're missing three pages of the script. Here's the other. Yeah, problem. I noticed um, that. It just disappeared. Oh, yeah, real annoyed. And uh, since it's almost completely devoid of context, uh, there's no point in reading that cho- chopped out bit. Uh, we got a Dave and Joe scene. Uh, Alan, Dave, Jen, Joe. Let's start it's on five of thirty-five. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, you want to be Dave instead of Joe? You can be Dave, and Alan can be Joe. All right, Alan, you're Joe. Joe, you're Dave. Page page? 35. We're on page 35. Lisa, she's pissed off. Lisa exits. Wait, where are we? Oh, right there. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Lisa, could we just talk about this? Dave starts to follow, but Joe enters. Dave, I've got a problem. You got to help me out. I'm actually in the middle of something, Joe. Joe closes the door. It's serious, Dave. My mom is really sick and, well... Did you just let Mr. James know that before he decides the bonuses? Sure, Joe. Is she gonna going to be okay? Well, see, just make sure Jimmy knows about that. Joe, with all due respect, I'm not sure if that'll affect Jimmy's bonus decision. Well, of course it will. Jimmy's not that cold-blooded. There was something else I wanted to tell him. What was it? Uh... Oh, yeah! What? Somewhere on the floor, there's a switch that controls all the power in the station. What's funny about that? I don't know. It just makes me giggle. <laughs> you know what's even funnier? What's that? I'm the only one who knows where the switch is. <laughs> Joe, I'm new to these parts, but where I come from, that's what we call a threat. Yeah? And? Are you sure you want me passing along a threat to Mr. James? Either that or the thing about my mom. Whichever you think will be better. Joe, what's your mother sick with? I haven't figured that out yet. Got any suggestions? I'll get back to you on that, Joe. Dave exits into the bullpen. Interior bullpen. Dave tracks down Lisa at the coffee station. I think they're like... Mmm... Taking... I mean, they didn't give... Dave absolute power uh-huh. at the beginning, uh-huh. but I feel like they're whittling away at it too For quickly sure. in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, Lisa. Put yourself in my shoes. I really need your help with this one. Why should I help you decide what's going to get who's going to get my bonus? I haven't even decided it's definitely not you yet. Thank you. That's very encouraging. Joe passes by. Hey guys. Dave and Lisa put four smiles on. Hi, Hi Joe. Joe. Look. I know you deserve the big bonus, but considering that you and I are dating... No one knows we're dating. Beth knows? Beth can be dealt with. Oh, that's great. So I suppose eventually we'll have to whack the entire staff. Catherine exits the booth and passes them on the way to the hallway. 
Hi, Dave. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Catherine. This is wonderful. I'm the first person in the history of the business to sleep their way to the bottom of the ladder. Beth passes by, leaving a pizza slice on Bill's desk. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. Hey. I thought we agreed not to let our personal lives interfere with our professional lives. That was before I realized I'm getting screwed because I'm Matthew approaches. <laughs> Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, shut up, Matthew. Dave walks off. Did Mr. James give him the shaft? No. Shoot. Hey, guys, I'm over here with Big old Boner. Um, <laughs> Jimmy just keeps and then coming Joe on these weird buttons. says John Shaft. Yes, that line was already in there, but yes. Yeah, we, there, there are these giant chunks, including Mr. James and these random boners that uh, just keep getting cut out. Oh, my God. Listen. And I got to retail in my pants. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, do, 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 do. So that's with planting some food on uh, Bill's yes. desk as part of this whole scam. Yeah, right. So she's yeah. definitely effing with him. Like, I love the idea that Beth is there. Just um, that's good. Okay, so there's a lot more when it comes down to the actual bonus. So there, if you guys don't remember, there's a whole scene in here where Catherine is. Um, where Catherine just acts like she doesn't know what the bonus is, and she's plays so innocent, and that's how she gets the bonus. And, uh, <laughs> okay. So then there's a lot more Jimmy uh, activity here, and uh, Janice floated away from the ether. Maybe to get some more ether peanuts. So, uh, Alan, why don't you play Jimmy, bottom of page 47. Uh, and then Catherine says, yes. Catherine says, sorry, gang. You just have to know how to play the game. She says, honey, in the original. It's extra sassy in the, in the show. And then from the hallway, we hear... Bum, 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 bum. Everyone looks up, startled. Jimmy swaggers in. Here comes the bonus, man. They have judgment is upon us. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> no reaction. So I'm again time, people. Helter Skelter's coming down. Jimmy sees that no one is paying him any attention and gives up. Dave enters from his office and crosses to Jimmy. Dave, what the hell's the matter with these people? Today's a big day, isn't it? <laughs> I already gave out the bonuses, sir. Why'd you go do a thing like that, Dave? Who died and made you, Satan? It's a long story, sir. So who got the big bonus? Catherine. And who got the shaft? Me. We should check with me on that one, Dave. Usually like to give the Matthew the shaft. Why is that, sir? He doesn't need a bonus. I pay him more than any of these people. Why? Make up for the fact that he always gets the shaft. What kind of bonus did you give Joe? The standard 400. Station All the power goes. in the station goes off. Sorry. Well, it's another one I wish you would have checked on me with. The lights come back on. Oh, good. Guess we can reconsider that warning. Give Joe an extra 300. Consider it done. And while you're at it, give Lisa the big bonus. I already gave that to Catherine. And then give it goes another one to Lisa. Sorry. Give another one to Lisa. She That's deserves right. it. And give Beth an extra 150 or so. So there we go. That is uh, that's the last big old chop scene. I just like that. Uh, I don't know. Th this is Jimmy's uh, sadistic side coming out. Uh, we don't get to see it as much. Well, not. He also was going to give the bonus to Lisa. It didn't sound like he was just going to give it to Bill in the actual episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. Because you know everybody's used to Bill getting the big bonus. Yes. Uh, oh, and Matthew gets paid more than Matthew, any of the other. Yeah, employees. let's talk about this. So if he's getting paid more than the other employees, and if so, Bill's getting an extra three. Th actually, Bill's 
you would think would be the highest paid employee there. You would assume it. Him and Catherine, you think, would be yep. on air timeout. But what does Matthew make? What does he make? I'm, I'm assuming he says all these people, meaning outside of the talent. But oh, beca- because if only because later on we find out that Bill does make ten or twenty or thirty times more than many of the people there. But but for now, I'm assuming everybody outside of that, and maybe outside of, maybe outside of Dave. I think these people means everybody in the bullpen. I'm guessing. Yeah. The gag is that he somehow play, pays pays Matthew more to make up for the fact that he always gets the shaft. So so the fact that he doesn't get an extra three or four hundred every year, he what doubles or triples Beth's salary for Matthew, who is the most useless. I mean, maybe at this point he's not the most useless, and he just likes to fuck with him. So are we to maybe assume from this that? Matthew, because he's constantly getting the shaft and being treated poorly, even though he's getting paid better, that that has something to do with his degradation as a human being and an employee? What do we think? Oh, maybe. Although I feel like at some point, if this actually happened, Mr. James would have had a meeting with Matthew and told him, he's, I'm paying you more than anyone else. Yeah. Don't flip out when you get the shaft. Right. But Matthew and still he would have forgot. He would have yeah. forgot. I, I bet think he Matthew would have forgot. He could have, yeah. Uh, Jen, Jen, I know you just came back in from the ether, but uh, we're talking about how Matthew gets paid more than everybody else. Oh, in this script? In this script, yep. I pay him more than any of these people. Dave says, why? Jimmy says, to make up for the fact that he always gets the shaft. So, outside of Bill and Catherine, and I'm assuming Dave, I think their angle, it seems he makes I, more. I think their angle at the beginning was he gets like picked on and maybe it wasn't as obvious that he's just one of the most obnoxious people in the mm. whole and and it's not just that he's obnoxious he has like toxic stuff going on uh-huh. too but I sure. don't know if any of that was like maybe originally the view or mm-hmm. I don't know right because uh, he, he almost quit like you know sure. he is getting like bullied mm-hmm. and it seemed I mean, not that people should treat Matthew, even though he is annoying the way he right. does, but at the same time. Is it possible Matthew's got something on Jimmy? <laughs> or is this like his secret son? He's got some dirt. Or he's his secret son. Oh, that's a I terrible mean, shame for Jimmy. But yeah, that, that's <laughs> that look on Alan's face. <laughs> I just don't like that idea. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. It's terrible. Neither, neither does Jimmy, I guess. It's, it's upsetting. Uh, well. Yeah, th- I don't know. I don't either. So we've decided in this episode that it is almost canon that uh, Animal is a researcher at WNYX, and that there is a whole there's there's nightlife W WNYX after dark. Um, maybe he's or, coming in for his night shift. Maybe. Ooh, or is it WNYX nights like Baywatch nights? And maybe there's like uh... <laughs> so they have a detective agency in WNYX. Yes. Uh-huh. So that's that's really what what Animal does. He's a detective, but a, he's a researcher. But at night, he's 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 secretly a detective. And well, technically, uh, there's a night shift when people have the day shift. People's deaths also. I mean, that's what I was wondering. That's what I because Bill does not seem like somebody who would want. Maybe they do, and they don't tell them, and they're they're very good about cleaning out their desks. Um, you know, he'd absolutely like not l- allow that to yeah. happen. Yeah, well, yeah. If he knew what That's he what would, what he would do mm-hmm. would be to stay there like for an entire week, twenty four hours a day, mm-hmm. sleep at his desk, yeah. and make a huge thing about it till everybody left his stuff alone. I think maybe Animal is here. 
Maybe he's only here on those few occasions because he's actually investigating the WNYX staff that's there during the day. Um, and he's got. I think he's a Fed. Uh, he could be a Fed. You know, maybe that's why he's a little <laughs> awkward. Maybe that's why his beard is very much hello, uh, hello, fellow high schooler, uh, hello, fellow teenagers type of thing. Mm. Uh, I got the line wrong, but listen, that means I'm old. Who cares? I got the. Yeah, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Hello, fellow teenagers. Yep, something to that effect. But you know, it's hard to say. We, when we get him on the show, we'll ask him what his story is because his his backstory. You know, he's the actor, so he gets to decide how. You know, we need to know what was going through his mind as he sipped yeah. this cup of of coffee. Was it coffee? Was it gin? Does he have a problem? We don't know. We don't. If you guys have theories about who he is, mm. uh, the character, not the man, we'll find the man. Maybe it was water. Uh, Maybe it could just be water. Could be put on a big show. We don't know. That's a very good point. It's a very good point, Jen. Mm. Um, well, this was even shorter than our last episode. Um, well, we're not going to apologize for that. In fact, we're going to say short you're episode today, Jason. Short <laughs> episode. Uh, Jen, Tune what in you... tonight for a very short episode of WNYX <laughs> News Radio. Is the name of the show WNYX yes. News Radio? Yes. Oh, okay. You've forgotten the name of the show we're no. talking about. Oh, it's your own show? I'm switching it up. Oh, okay. What do you want to promote this week? Doing your own thing, man. <laughs> Except wear a mask. Wear a fucking I mask. I don't care. If your own thing is not wearing a mask, you do that in your home. Yep. Yeah, I'm not you wearing a mask right that now. Door, That's because I'm at home. Take out the trash, wear a mask. Agreed. Agreed. Alan? Wear a mask. Yeah, I agree. I still no, I still agree. Uh, Stay alive. Keep your neighbors alive. Wear a mask. Agreed. Be respectful, just of other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, follow me on Twitter at Alan Rickard A L L E N R U E C K E R T, and Instagram at Alan Rickard A L L E N R U E C K E R T. Listen to Comedy on Vinyl, where Jason sure. interviews the person who scored Dolomite is my name. Listen to. Uh, on YouTube, go to Stunt Challenge Gone Wrong to see a little skit I put up there about the stunt challenges. And Jason, what do you got to promote? Alan, thanks so much for asking. Uh, the Professional Blur Podcast is back. Speaking of extras, uh, it's a podcast about extra work, uh, which on which I still have to force Alan to do that show. Um, I'm happy to do it. We need to do it. I keep forgetting to fucking arrange it with you because I'm an idiot. Uh, so at some point, guys, look out for that. Uh, season premiere this year, uh, this year, this season was Jimmy Pardo, who is a delight. He only did one movie as an extra, but we fucking stretched that out for a whole episode because you know what it's a movie with fucking michael j fox and there's a lot to go a lot going on like he he went what happened to that one yet are you able to give a tease as to what the movie is uh it's called light of day yeah this episode's already out so it's called light of day it's a movie with joan jett and michael j fox and jimmy's in it and he uh he's only in a couple scenes and he went up to michael j fox and just talked to him He's just like he's like he didn't give a shit. He's like he didn't know any better, and I'm like, yeah, good. I'm glad. It's, it, there's there's that. Uh, I also just released the episode with my friend Kurt, who <laughs> I thought I had done quite a bit. I had done a little over a hundred extra gigs. I'm like, how many have you done, Kurt? He's like six hundred some. I've counted. He's done six hundred some. Uh, on which Whoa. he almost on which he's almost died, and uh, he was also. Um, he sort of accidentally snuck a peek at little Bruce Willis, and I will just leave it at that. You guys need to listen to it because oh the whole story is fascinating and hilarious. And um, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a really good episode. <laughs> it's really fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is this episode. We will be back soon covering more episodes script by script as we have them and as we find them. And until then, more episodes, Jason. 
Get you later, Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!